show. If you're new, I'm Princess. I'm the host of Rough Cut Reality Check. Thank you so much for choosing to join me today. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. Appreciate you. Love your loyalty. Um, And hopefully you guys enjoy the show today. Uh, Today I'll be talking about um, some work-related things, career life, uh, basically the pros and cons of working in corporate from my standpoint, from my experience. Um, Not speaking for everyone who's worked in corporate, but just kind of coming from the standpoint of my personal experiences. And then I'll share some of the things I've learned from being a corporate uh, worker. So, but to start off the show, I actually want to do um, our weekly plug. And this week I want to plug C-Suite. C-Suite is founded by Marley Crow. It is a modern apparel online boutique designed to empower young professionals to work where they want by offering fashionable and affordable workwear. And if you are a uh, weekly returning listener, you know that I've interviewed Marley on the show before and she shared some of the background history um, and foundation of C-Suite. It is a beautiful clothing brand, um, very contemporary, modern. And she also released a um, work from home remote leisure collection recently last year. If you are interested in checking out the C-Suite and taking a look at some of Marley's collections, you can go to www.shopcsuite.com. You can use offer code RUFF, R-U-F-F, to get 20% off your purchase. That's right, Marley Crow is giving you guys 20% off for listening to the show and checking out C-Suite. Um, and again, that offer code is RUFF, R-U-F-F. Again, it is a lovely, lovely online boutique. Um, she actually features... Um, the name of a woman CEO on each piece of clothing. She adds a tag with a woman CEO's name on it, which I think is really, really cool, super dope, and very empowering. So um, it also kind of goes along with the episode today talking about corporate, being a woman in corporate. I definitely think you guys should check her out. She's always releasing, um, you know, new items, new collections. I'm sure she has some great things planned for 2021. So keep an eye out. Today's show, like I mentioned, we'll be talking about the pros and cons of corporate. So, I mean, I'll start with the pros because I'm be honest, corporate is not all bad, but it is definitely whitewashed. It is what it sounds like. It's corporate. It is, you know, it is structured a certain way in order for its workers. It's, you know, body parts and members to function a certain way. And I think, you know... When you have a system such as that, there are always some downsides to it. But I'll start with the pros first. Um, I think one obvious pro of working in corporate is the pay. You know, if you have the right job, if you're working for the right company, um, they have a lucrative type of um, foundation, system, um, safety net. They typically, you know pay well you know so when you go into corporate although there may be some downsides you're gonna be getting that check okay so you're gonna be getting them coins so there you know I I have definitely enjoyed um the the income side of corporate but even with the income side there's a downside to that and I'll get to that part later um I think um well, I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later. Um, I'm going to let y'all know right now there's not as many pros on my list as cons. So this is going to be a real short prawn segment. Uh, a pro segment. This is going to be a real short pro segment. So just, just bear with me. I've experienced from working in corporate is they typically do provide a lot of opportunities for leadership. A lot of opportunities to work yourself up, you know, in a linear way. 
throughout the company, which is nice. Um, I know, you know, when you're working odd jobs or hourly, jo hourly jobs, the movement up probably isn't always as available or not as available depending on what level you're on. And so one thing I will say about corporate is there are always opportunities to work your way up. Not for every company, but for the companies I've worked for, they do provide opportunities. They do welcome, um, you know, that initiative, that 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 optimism to work your way up and really push for managerial roles. Um, also, one thing I've noticed about working in corporate is, you know, they typically teach you a lot. They have, you know, extra webinars and um, sessions to workshops to learn new skills. They'll have, you know, little huddle sessions within the, the company to learn new skills for each for people on the team to teach you new skills. So at least for the jobs that I've had, they do make opportunities so that you don't stay stagnant. They provide workshops, webinars, you know, additional materials to give you opportunities to learn new skills. So even if you do leave the company, you're leaving with more than what you came with when it comes to intellect, knowledge, expertise, things like that. So at least when, if you decide to leave, you're leaving with more than what you came with. You have more intellect, knowledge, expertise, new perspectives. And so that's one, one thing I would say that I like about corporate is they typically are looking to, they like to promote from within. They like to you know, advance the people that they already have in, in, in an effort to promote those people up rather than trying to bring in a bunch of new people all the time. So at least that's been my, my experience. They, they provide those opportunities for you to learn a lot so that you can scale up, promote up and have those opportunities at leadership. So um, and then lastly, yeah, this was a short list. Um, lastly, I would say networking opportunities. I don't think I've worked a job in corporate where I didn't have opportunities to network with other people, network with other business owners, um, companies, um, entrepreneurs, different things like that. And so I really think that's a great, great pro because you can never really put a price on your network catalog. I think it's great to always be refreshing your network and meeting new people, putting yourself out there, having meetings, you know, connecting on LinkedIn. And so I would say that's one thing I really love about working in corporate is that you do have those opportunities to meet a lot of different faces, a lot of different businesses, um, get your name out there, get your face out there. So I think those are my top three things that I've experienced that I really like about corporate life. Um, now, my cons list, on the other hand, is twice as long because I do feel like while corporate has some positives, I think there are more negatives to it. And that's just my opinion. Some people love corporate. Some people, you know, live, work, and die in corporate. And that, that's them. This is not to bash corporate. This is just to give you a heads up in case you are a new graduate or you're looking to shift out of, you know, what you're doing and transition to corporate. These are just some heads ups, Okay. My first con is sometimes corporate is ruled by seniority. Now, you will come across a company every now and then that they don't really have that seniority rule. It's whoever wants it the baddest and whoever is the hungriest will get promoted. But for the most part, corporate companies are ruled by seniority. And so you're not always guaranteed to get that promotion, get that leadership opportunity when you feel like you deserve it, regardless of your qualifications, regardless of your knowledge base, your experience. Um, Joe Schmo, who's been with the company for 10 years to get it before you do just because he's been there longer, you know, and he's not even qualified. And that's what sucks sometimes about 
most, not all, most corporate um, organizations is it is kind of ruled by seniority. And so that kind of puts a cap on, you know, how quickly you can move up, how much you can do, um, when you can manage. And so that's the one thing I have noticed that I don't really like. Because um, sometimes someone who's underqualified, who don't, who, someone who doesn't have good, you know, written skills, good verbal skills, you know, they're put in managerial positions and they don't know how to talk to nobody. You know, shit hit the fan and they yelling and acting a fool. They lose. And it's like, how did you get here? Because you clearly don't belong as a manager because you can't even communicate effectively and get your team on board to help you accomplish the end goal because you don't know how to talk to people. And so... I've kind of noticed that 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 type of politic in most uh, corporate companies and what I've heard from most people is sometimes it is ruled by seniority. But now you do have some corporate companies that are moving a bit more in the progressive direction and they're leaning more towards, you know, if you work hard enough for it, if you want it more than Joe Schmo, I'll promote you before I promote Joe, Joe Schmo. But you got to find the right type of company and a company that is progressive and not so traditionally ran. And so that's one um con that I've noticed you typically have to put in a lot of time before you can have that managerial opportunity um and that's not that's again there's not I keep putting that disclaimer out there because I don't want y'all in my comments now saying this is not for every corporate company this is just most of the experiences that I've heard and also from my experiences so yeah, keep that in mind if you're looking to to shift. Try to find a company that does that have adopted that more progressive mentality because then you have quicker opportunities to to get into those managerial positions. They'll typically train you effectively to be ready for those leadership roles um, rather than just throwing you in because how many years you've been with the company. Um, and my next con is more so for my fellow Black corporate workers can relate to this. It's the constant code switching y'all I don't think I have I don't think I have much code switching left in me and if you are a listener and you are of the you know Caucasian persuasion code switching is when you have to adjust your vernacular your you know verbiage um sometimes your diction to fit a more traditional conservative environment. I'm going to put it like that. When it comes to being a black corporate worker, I think there's still this level of like uncomfortability with being your damn self. It's, it's a constant switch. You have to go in every day and adjust. You have to, before you send an email, you have to adjust and revise and edit. And when you constantly have to edit yourself and edit who you are and revise this and check this and be careful how you tone this and da 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 And especially being a black woman, you don't want to be the angry black woman on your job working in corporate America with a bunch of white folks. They have to be careful. So it's just, it's a lot of pressure and it's, it's a never ending taxing job. It just feels like a chore. Every day I have to go in. I have to be careful to not look disinterested or the other than if I look disinterested then I'm not a team player. I have to be careful you know check my face, check my tone and Molly Mae next to me can act say whatever she wants. She can have a crazy tone. She can tell our manager to go to hell and she won't lose her job. She won't get pulled in and have a meeting about her behavior and character but and her tone but someone like me if I were to just raise my voice just a little bit or assert 
myself a little too much. So I'm being pulled in and having a discussion about my behavior, my energy, my tone, and different things like that. So I would say that's a major con just coming from a, a black woman standpoint working in corporate America, that, that is something you constantly have to do. It's just cold switch. Now, granted, you may have worked for a company, you ain't got a damn cold switch. Listen, let me know where you work because it, every corporate company that I've worked for just about, yeah, no, every corporate company I've worked for, it's, it's like a, it's almost like an automatic reaction. I can't even explain it. It's like, if, you, if you're black and listen to this, you understand. It's like, it's almost automatic. You feel like you automatically have to edit. And maybe we need to just, as a unit, stop editing ourselves. I don't know, just all of a sudden, just stop code switching. And maybe that'll make a difference. But it's like, it's almost automatic. You don't even realize, you get to a point where you don't even realize that you're doing it. It's just, you step into work and your tone is different. You step in, you know, pick up a phone call, pick up a phone related to work and your tone changes. You send out an email to somebody that you work with and your tone is different than as you would if you were talking to your black coworker or a black friend or a family member or whatever. I don't think people who don't have to edit themselves, i.e. white people, even people of color who are not black, don't realize how much they don't have to really edit themselves as much as black people do. Because it's not even just a people of color thing. I think it's just a, it's really just a black people thing, honestly. Because I've, I've witnessed how other people can just say anything however they want to say it. And they don't get checked for nothing. And I would see a black coworker of mine just simply voice something, be assertive about something. And they're being pulled in as being a negative, you know, spreader, negative energy spreader. You know, just be mindful of how you say things, how you speak. And I'm like, damn, like, they literally were just trying to voice their opinion and, you know, show that they were involved and cared about the end goal of the company. But rather than applauding them for their initiative and optimism and, like, eagerness their labeled as negative and an energy drainer and different things like that so I think that's something to keep in mind um if you're looking to transition to corporate it is a different it's a different atmosphere and being a black woman in corporate even a black male you have to just unfortunately if you choose that type of industry there's going to be some editing and revising of yourself involved in that and so you know I guess that just comes with the game. That's why I say, you know, even though there's some pros to it, the pay, blah, blah, blah. I feel like there, there are more cons sometimes. Um, again, depending on which company you work for, there are going to be more cons involved with that. I mentioned earlier that you get paid well, but on the flip side, they basically tell you how much you're worth. Like you don't even get to choose your value working in corporate as opposed to if you have your own business. You choose your value, you choose your pricing, you choose how much you get paid, you choose how much you're worth. In corporate, they put a price tag on your ass and say, get to work. And that's not always a good feeling because sometimes there have been times where I feel like I'm underpaid. And it's, you can't really, how do you fight that? You know, you can, you can probably, you know, present a proposal for a pay raise, but you're not guaranteed to get it. At the end of the day, it's that CEO you know, decision to decide if you should get that you know, pay raise that you're proposing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, your value is always going to be determined by them. And that's the downside of it. It's like you don't even get to choose, you know, how much money you get to take home. You don't get to choose um, your value within that company. You're just a number and you're just a price that they have to pay every two weeks, you know. And yeah, there are, of course, there are corporate jobs where you get paid really well. But then like typically with them corporate jobs, you work in your butt off 
to get that money. You know, they, they don't give it to you for free. Even if it's six figures, high five figures, or you're going to work for that check. Okay. Even if it's a nice one, you're going to work for it. And so I think that's a downside to the good pay that comes with corporate and good consistent pay. It's, it's the pay cap. You know, you're, you hit a glass ceiling and you have to ask them for permission before you can break through that ceiling. If you're even, you know, if there's even an opportunity to break through that ceiling, um and so yeah that can be really discouraging sometimes and just really it can feel like a it can feel like a prison I think that's why a lot of people exit corporate because it feels like you know a cap on how much you're you're worth I think that's why a lot of people choose to exit for that financial financial freedom for that um just freedom in your life in general and I'll get to that one which actually leads me to my next one um you don't always have work-life balance and I think in corporate sometimes they have this this ideology or like unspoken theory that they own your ass and it's like hold, hold on because I've worked for a company where I didn't have a life to save my life you no matter how much you give no matter how much you work no matter how valuable you think you are like they don't care about none of that they just the more you give the more they want and it's like in corporate they're never really truly happy they're never really truly happy. The more you, the harder you work, it just lets them know, oh, this is a real hard working horse. I'm gonna ride this damn horse to his legs buckle and he can't ride no more. Like you can't, you gotta be careful how hard you be working because corporate, they'll see that and they'll like work you even harder. And so it's just, it's almost like a never ending game of trying to prove yourself, but also being overworked because you're proving yourself to be a damn good worker, you know? And so I would say one thing I, I've experienced is that you have to be, and that goes, that's more of a company by company type of basis. Again, not every corporate company doesn't give you that work-life balance type of room. But I, whew, honey, 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 firsthand have experienced a company that can give two dams about my personal life, having a life, shit, having my health intact. Let's just say that it, it was so bad. It was so stressful and I was just, I would warn you all to be cautious of, you know, just taking a job because it has good pay or just taking a job because it sounds good. Like really figure out if they have good work-life balance. Ask people who used to work for them because people who used to work there ain't got nothing to lose. They can tell you the truth, okay? And really dig deep and figure out if that company cares about their workers and not just what their workers can do for them. That's going to be hard to find, okay? But you have to do your due diligence so that you don't end up in a situation where you're working for a company that could care less about you, that could care less about your well-being, that just want to take from you and don't care if you damn croak in the process or faint pass out you have a pen like you just they don't care and so I would really and with that being especially being in a whole damn parallelogram and going through what we're going through work-life balance having balance in your life having mental health balance emotional wellness is it's it's never been so important as it is now and so if you're working in corporate you're working for a company that you see don't give a dog on about your work-life balance, I would really consider, you know, challenging them on that or trying to create some boundaries or maybe deciding this isn't the place for you anymore. And if you're looking to transition, just do your due diligence, do your company research, ask around, okay, before you just say yes and agree to work for a company because work-life balance is so important. So, so important. You may think you're young and you don't really need it and you can thrive without, you know, having that free time. Chat, please. You're going to want your time. Okay? You're going to want your free time. 
Listen, after working for the man from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 a.m. to 4, whatever your hours are, you're going to want your time. Okay, so definitely make work life balance a priority because that's something I've seen in corporate where, and that some some companies be lying. You know, they'll say, "Oh yeah, we we care, we value, we'll never." And bitch, you get up in there and you don't see the light of day for ten days because you've been at that damn desk and it's like, wait, <laughs> wait a second. You know, I haven't even eaten since Wednesday and it's damn Sunday. You know, so. You got to be careful. You have to be careful and really just make sure you do your due diligence. And if it's not working for you, choose yourself over that company. Choose yourself over that company, child. That company, don't give a damn about you. If something happened to you, they, they like nine times out of ten, you have that very small percentage of companies who really care about their workers. But for the most part, corporate companies don't be caring. So, like, choose yourself at the end of the day, always. My last con, my last con would be that most people okay so i feel like most people tend to exit corporate because it's not fulfilling i think corporate is nobody's i don't think corporate is somebody's dream job i mean let's be honest i think we work corporate for the pay for the resume you know stackers that we can get i don't think at the end of the day it's anybody's like dream to like you know to be a corporate monkey like I just I don't think that's like what we all aspire to be and so I think the con of that the con of working corporate sometimes is it's not always fulfilling it's not always satisfying it's not always a thing you wake up and go "Mm, can't wait to go to my office like you know what I mean like you (laughs) I don't think I've ever really had that feeling to be honest with you and so I think the downside of corporate is it really is, at the end of the day, transactional. It really is just an exchange of labor for a nice check and something to put on my resume in case I decide to leave. You know, it is very much of a transactional relationship and you have to be okay with that if that's what you choose to do. Um, But at the end of the day, that's not going to be a very fulfilling route, right? Like it's not going to be something where you're just you know, always just just eager to get up the next morning. You're up, your clothes are laid out. It's 3 a.m. and you just can't wait to go into the office. Like, the hell? Like, I ain't never heard of that, okay? I ain't really never heard of that. So that's just my opinion. Um, I just think it's, it's kind of a way to survive. It's a way to pay your bills. It's a way to, you know, kind of get ahead in life. But I think at the end of the day, people dream and aspire to other things. They tend to exit out because their dream is bigger, different, more personal, and something that's been more fulfilling. So I want to end off with some things that I have learned. Um, I know y'all are like, damn, princess, you just gave us all these pros and cons. Like, I thought that's all you learned. No, I learned some other things. Okay, got a other, few other gems for you. So the first thing I learned is you don't owe a company loyalty. You will see companies all the time say, we value loyalty, blah, 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 blah. Loyalty, 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 loyalty. Are you loyal to me, though? Most companies push so hard for loyalty. They push so hard to have people on the team who would just never leave or never, you know. And it's like the minute somebody better than you comes in or the minute they see no more value in you, their loyalty to you is zilch, zero, nada, okay? And so I feel like they, a lot of companies... A majority of corporate companies try to guilt trip their team members and say, oh, be loyal. You need to be loyal, blah, blah, blah. 
And it's like they're not loyal to you. They don't really show that they care about you. They're not loyal to making sure you have work-life balance. They're not loyal to making sure you have leadership opportunities. They're not loyal to making sure you climb the ladder at a at a you know a, at a at a desirable rate or reasonable pace. They're not loyal to you. And so you have to really be careful and figure out, you know, what's best for you. At the end of the day, be loyal to yourself. Be loyal to you. Don't feel like you have to, if you're unhappy, stay with a company and, you know, work yourself to death and you're not happy at the end of the day. That's not serving you, even on a job. You have to do what makes you happy. If, you ain't, if you're not happy, have an exit plan. If you are happy, make sure that company is also loyal to you and they're making you feel like you belong. They're giving you a reason to stay because companies at the end of the day you are only loyal to them while you are valuable you and useful okay as long as they can get resources out of you and pull from you and take yeah of course you're valuable of course they oh my gosh but as soon as you're not useful no more they throw you out like a bad habit okay so that's something i've learned i've learned to be loyal to yourself first um the next thing i've learned is to not lose yourself in a job. I've been in that position where I just worked myself so hard, just trying to be the worker bee, the A player, um, one of the best on the team, and just pushing, 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 pushing. And about work myself into a daggone emotional breakdown. Like, you got to be careful, okay? You can't just lose yourself. And then I found myself doing all those things. And I looked up. I wasn't doing anything in my free time that made me happy. I wasn't doing my podcast like I wanted. I wasn't, you know, painting, spending enough time outside. I, like, I just, I lost myself. I lost what things that I loved. And sometimes you can find yourself doing that. When you're putting in all these hours, all this overtime, taking on extra projects just because, just to impress the company, and you end up losing who you are to try to attain to something, this imaginary role that they're promising you that they're going to give to Molly Mae anyway, and you look up and you don't even know who the hell you are. Like, you don't even know who's looking back at you in the mirror. And that's a that's a terrible feeling. That's a scary feeling, too, because then you got to figure out how the hell you're going to get back to who you once was and pick up the pieces and really trying to find yourself again and get to a place where you feel balanced and you feel fulfilled and you feel happy with who you are. So I would say to avoid all of that and set boundaries. Set boundaries with these jobs. Don't let them call you all hours of the night telling you to come in on your day off, okay? <laughs> Let's start there, okay? Telling you to come in on your day off, telling you to pick up the phone on vacation. I don't know you when I'm on vacation and when I'm out the office, okay? And you got to set boundaries because I'm one of those people, if I see an email pop up, if I see a ping, I'm going to check it. It's like that low-key adult ADHD in me. Like, if I see it, if I see the notification pop up, I'm going to feel the need to check it. And it's like, I have to even stop myself sometimes and like literally close my laptop, turn off notifications and like set those boundaries so that I'm not working myself so crazy, I ain't got no balance. I don't have any free time. I don't have a lunch break. You got to make sure you set those boundaries boundaries, so you still have that alone time. You still have that self-care time. You still have that free time for what makes you, you. Because you can't be nothing for these companies if you're not making that, that valuable time for yourself, you know, available. And so, again, that kind of goes with my next, my next thing that I've learned, and that's take your time off, okay? Take your time off. I know people who would just not take a one day of vacation because they're scared of what's going to happen when they take a day off or they're scared of how their job going to respond. Bitch, if you don't request that PTO, because if you don't use your PTO, they're going to take it anyway. So you might as well take it for them, okay? Take what she wants, 
Okay, take what's yours and use it. So take your time off. Take your time and take self-care days. I'm good for a self-care day, baby. I wake up and I'm tired or I'm just not feeling it emotionally, mentally. I'm not in a place to be dealing with the people. Quick to be like, okay, we might need to take this day off and just relax and get ourselves together and regroup and just mentally just, you know, get our equilibrium. Okay, so don't sit here and be scared to use that PTO. I'm an advocate for using that PTO. Take it off, take it off and take it off again. Okay, the last thing I've learned was to voice your opinion. And this kind of goes more with being a black woman in corporate, a young black woman in corporate at that, um, especially with a name like Princess Ruff. It's like I had to learn to be assertive and to find my voice because people would try to sun me and be cute about it because my name and they thought, you know, oh, her name is so precious and she's just, oh, no, no. You know, you gotta you gotta learn how to find your voice and be assertive. Be respectfully assertive, but like, especially as a young black woman, finding that place of like, I'm not gonna just let people walk all over me and be and disrespect me, but I'm also not gonna fly off the handle, you know, just because one thing offends me or whatever. You gotta really find that balance of like just really speaking up for yourself. Find your voice and just learn to be respectfully assertive, but be assertive. And let people know that, like, no, you will speak up for yourself. You will voice your opinion in meetings. You will speak up when something offends you. You will let them know when something makes you uncomfortable. And you will let them know that you are in the room. Okay? Because sometimes they love to overlook young black women in corporate, young black women in the workplace, and kind of demean your position, demean your value because of who you are. And it's like, no, honey. No, no, no. I worked here just like you did. I probably worked a little harder than you, to be honest, okay? So you're going to hear me and you're going to see me. You're going to do both, okay? And so that's one of the hardest things for me to learn and kind of get a grip on is just finding my voice, you know? Just shutting myself down before I can even speak up. So, and I think that's something that would help you even beyond corporate, especially if you're looking to have your own business, side hustle, whatever, Learn to have your voice. Learn to speak up. Learn to let people know when something makes you uncomfortable, when you don't really like something, or when you have a great idea and you want it to be heard. You know, say it. Let it be known. So that's something I, I one of the hardest things I had to learn because I do have sometimes have a softer voice, especially when I'm cold switching. <laughs> especially when I'm cold switching, and I've had to learn to to have a middle ground. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed that information. I hope it was helpful in some way. Um, relatable hopefully you found something in there that you kind of could could resonate with and um yeah hope you guys enjoyed it but <clears throat> i gotta take a sip for this one y'all because today's glasses of moment goes to none other than the chloe bailey and her wagon because it don't make no damn sense how she just came in and basically said what y'all did was so cute. It was so nice. I think it was adorable. Thank you for your time. But move the hell out of the way. And she just annihilated the whole bus of challenge <laughs> in like 10 seconds. And you know, that kind of pissed me off because ain't no damn reason somebody should have that much ass. And I'm kind of upset because I'll be looking at God like, you could have kept me, you could have kept me in the slow cooker a little longer. You could have let what I had grow just a little longer. And he didn't. 
he chose people like Chloe. He chose people like Megan Thee Stallion and just left the rest of us to rot with our little asses. <laughs> okay. But I, just, I had to take a moment to acknowledge her because it was beautiful. That, that dress slip coupled with that oven roasted booty. I mean, just sitting, wagging on her waist. It's just not fair. It's not fair at all. But I had to acknowledge it. It wouldn't be right if I didn't. So <laughs> I just want to say, Chloe, we love you, girl. I don't want to see, I personally don't, I don't really care about any busted challenge after that. I think I watched her video probably like seven or eight times. Um, so anybody else who posts one, real cute, but to me it doesn't exist. Um, it is what it is. So we're just going to drink to that. <laughs> Shout out to Chloe. <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening that is all for today if you have someone that you love for me to feature in the weekly plug or recognize in the glasses up moment let me know via instagram or email or comment under the post that i post to social media um so yeah thank you guys so much for listening i love you appreciate you and we'll chat next week